beneath humming power lines, our hunters get to work. Carefully, they assemble their experiment, pulling from the armored van a large robotic arm, leaving a heavy metal suit untouched. With support from the researcher, they begin. Reality stretches, then tears, then snaps back into place. And they wait. Then, again, reality rips and our hunters retrieve their prize. One by one, they stand in awe, huddled around a camera as the sun sets behind them. Where will we find ourselves? In the shade of the sun. pick up right where we left off with the slight caveat i looked at our release schedule you know we record our episodes a few weeks in advance so we can you know process and have music and stuff this is our christmas episode guys so hear those sleigh bells ringling jing jing jingling too eric you don't look um you don't look amused by that i said it when i was looking right at you well i was not looking at you victor oh you even you even have your Christmas gnome hanging in the background. I see that gnome gang shirt. Aww. You've got your gnome shirt? Yeah, but I think Eric just leaves it there year-round as a reminder of the good days of the gnome gang. Anyways, I just wanted to bring that up. Don't mind me. Let's hop right back into the action. You all are standing outside the station converting power, staring down at the camera which Val has retrieved from the probe. You watch as the video finishes playing and turns to static. Well, there's definitely static in there. We got that right. The uh, helmet's open on the Shrike now. Huh. Okay, so it's a little concerning that A, something keeps trying to, to grab at the opening, so we need to be cognizant of that. We probably shouldn't repeat in and out in the same spot too many times um b how did whatever that humanoid looking thing was a know to pay attention to the camera that's i mean granted it did just pop out of a a portal but why was its reaction then to to point to whatever that light is towards the center of the city I, I'm not totally sure where that's at. It seems like it's pretty much Midtown, so I guess we gotta try and figure that out. Do you think? Do you think that's what the question mark was on Galileo? I don't know, but Victor, do I recognize this from the pictures that I saw in Biomechanics? You you would kind of recognize the artifact, right? Because you saw mm-hmm. you saw these staticky sky you know skylines of the city yeah. cut. 
with this this bright golden beam. This is that. And Winslow is in that picture, right? You saw Winslow on the on the trust, yeah. Okay. We've seen this before. You recognize it from one of the pictures? Yes. Right next to the picture of Winslow fighting something. So we can probably expect it to be somewhat dangerous there also. Absolutely. Victor, does the humanoid figure have changing proportions or does it look pretty static? Excuse my pun. <laughs> <laughs> you you rewind the video and watch it again. And in that, that flash, as you see the, the creature turn and point, it seems to be a consistent size and shape. Like a adult man? I wouldn't, you wouldn't know gender per se, but yeah, adult, humanoid. Okay. Kane, this is a weird question. Is that thing about the size and shape of your friend? It's hard to say, and I don't know if I should be biased in saying it is, but I have every faith that Winslow is in the static, guiding us to where we need to go. Especially if this creature, Buzz, is saying the same thing, that we need to go in there. It's just more proof that we need to find out what's going on. To Morris's point, it's a little weird that it almost seemed to be expecting us. Like, it's just hanging out in this exact spot. Do you think they're watching us from the static? Or Buzz is communicating with them somehow? Well, if it's Winslow, it would make sense if Winslow is following me and Val the entire time here and just followed us to this destination. I think we should always operate under the assumption we're being watched at this point. Well, we're definitely being watched by something. Yeah. And at that, I'm going to take a look around. Are there any reflective surfaces nearby? Make a perception check. I'm not the person to be doing this, but... 16. 16. You see Faye's shiny new van covered in protective armor. The, the hubcaps are rather reflective. As you peer down, maybe you see a blur, but it, it's also kind of distorted from the, the shape of the hubcap. I don't love that. Uh, okay, so things we need to be wary of. Uh, reflective surfaces, speaking out of turn within the glade, and apparently just walking around. Because, like, you know, anything in the static could see us at any point in time. Man, I am glad I have locked up around the shop. So if we're going to be scared of everything, why wait? for the static to grow stronger and make its next move. I say we make our move preemptively. We still don't have all the information, though. Like, we're still jumping blind. I mean, we still don't know if we can even breathe in there. That thing pretty clearly wants us to go to the city center. It comes down to if you trust a random humanoid from the static, I guess. I mean, I think regardless, we need to investigate it. Don't get me wrong, Kane. Like, we need to look into this for sure. I just, I, I can't endorse just jumping in. You all have the technology, so I'm not going to stop you all, but something bad ends up happening because we give the static more time to infect another creature here that poses even a bigger threat. I don't know how long the Glade can survive fighting a war of attrition. Val steps up, Kane, and tucks the camera away and, and puts a hand on your shoulder. We've had a long day, all of us. 
we've learned so so much in the last day compared to the last three, six months, our entire lives about this static. Clearly, our equipment needs to be tuned. We need to think about next steps. Kane, I want Winslow as much as you do. What's another day if we can get this right? You're placing your faith in if we can get this right. I'm placing it in the strength of all of us to get it right once we're in there. There's got to be a middle ground. I agree with Morris that we can't jump in blind, but it also makes sense that the static seems to be gathering intel on us and potentially growing stronger. So we're going to have to find a way to balance being careful and mindful with being timely. But I think we all need some sleep. I agree. Very well. We'll prepare and treat this just like any other hunt. Get the information we need to strike where we need to and save the day. Val steps back. Good. That sounds like a plan to me. Um, I will work on this probe tonight. Uh, We weren't able to see the video here while it was in the static, so maybe there's a way I can strengthen that connection. Um, I'll tinker on it. See if you can grab anything from the data about the oxygen levels. I know it wasn't a great reading, but I'd like to know if we could breathe in there. That's a good point. I've got an idea for our next test. What if you, sort of like how Faye put that armor suit together, what if you made some sort of wire webbing to put around the the probe, right? Or around the, the instruments themselves and then ran... Uh, a couple of heavy wires, uh, you know, fairly thick gauge out to the overall construction of the probe, and then that could act then like a Faraday cage in capturing any of that um, static interference and then absorbing it into the metal itself and hopefully shunting it out into the probe where we could put a couple of sinks to maybe uh, pick up some of that static charge as well while protecting the instruments and gathering some more energy for our own sake as well. Val is nodding. That makes perfect sense to me. I'll be right on it. I lost him. Did you, Kane? No, I, I tuned out. <laughs> um, do you mind if I uh, take a copy of the uh, video with me? I can run it through uh, an image processor and and see if I can get it cleaned up a little bit and we can denoise it a little bit, even though I guess it's all noise. Uh, but hopefully we can maybe turn it into some sort of recognizable thing. She pulls the camera back out and shrugs. Sure. Here you go. Here, let me uh, grab a copy of that and I'll like just make like a digital copy okay. of the file. Yeah, sounds good. It. You're not coming with us? Oh, well, I mean, I need to... Get back to my place tonight. I was hoping you guys could drop me off on the way, right? I can run this through my software and stuff and then meet you guys in the morning. Okay. Just be careful. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got the, got the, you know, the spot. So right. yes. honestly, I'm probably safer than you guys. That is very true. Actually, the Glade might be less safe than here if we're all being honest, but let's all get back in the Feymobile and head out. All right. Yeah, if you guys could just drop me off on the way, I'd appreciate it. Choo-choo. Val picks up Buzz and hops in the van. And t- together you all disassemble your equipment, pack up the van, and 
drive back away from the station converting power. Hopping into traffic, you make your way across the city and Morris. We join you as the van rolls off once again, back across the city towards the glade, as you are left outside Beekman Tech Repair. Is it nighttime yet? Uh, it is rapidly approaching. Okay. Morris is going to stand and watch the van disappear around a corner, and then he'll make his way into uh, Beekman Tech Repair with the uh, front area now uh, unconcealed, uh, and the casting has been adjusted to cover like the back two-thirds of the uh, building now, Mm -hmm. so that way it's not quite as suspicious from the front. Yep, that's still up. Yep, and uh, his plan is for a little while he's going to go in and try and find uh, a location, a physical location for Excalibur device securities. Okay. You step into Beekman Tech Repair and enter the back room. How many hours later do I emerge? Do I need to roll? Yeah, why don't you make an investigation check? All right. Is it concealed? Like, would I need to do some hacking to get a, a handle on this thing, on the location? No. Okay. That's a 25. 25. Where is their headquarters? You know, Excalibur Device Security was a bigger company about a decade ago. It has since fallen kind of out of favor a little bit. Um, So where is the headquarters? I would say probably somewhere between where the main like old location would have been, which would probably have been like Midtown if it was a big, uh, if it was a big corporation for a little bit there. And then like the warehouses. So like somewhere in between there. When you, when you say midtown, do you mean like downtown? Or yeah, like, sorry. I mean I mean downtown. I'm we, thinking we got like, downtown. We got uptown. Right, yeah. I'm thinking downtown where like the all the the high rise businesses are, like the skyscraper, like that's where um Summit City Trust is, like et cetera. So I'd imagine okay. it would have had a location there. And then as it has fallen out of favor, they've downsized, I'm sure, et cetera. And then it's probably somewhere in between downtown and the warehouse uh, district, just because fairly reasonable um, uh, sort of commercial property would be somewhere in there. Sure. Yeah, I like that. Uh, kind of, you know, let's call it Midtown. Uh, okay. A, a strip of a district that serves as the barrier between the bustling downtown and the more industrial outskirts of the city. Um, Morris with... Uh, fairly uh, little prodding you're able to sort through and find the location of its old headquarters is that where do you want to go there i know you said that you wanted morris to have like a you wanted to pursue this lead are you are you going there tonight okay okay yeah he's 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 gonna he can't leave a stone unturned got it so he's gonna suit up in the shrike and duck out the back door okay bull shrike it's Maybe only an hour later that you leave Beekman Tech Repair and click your heels together and start flying off across the city. As always, can you make a stealth check? Sure can. 24. 24. Now that night has fallen, you, of course, are wary of drawing attention, but 
using the familiar alleys of Drifton, you're able to snake your way across the city, heading towards Midtown. What does this building look like as you arrive? Are they well off enough to have their own building or would they be part of like a complex? At this point, they're probably part of a complex. They've, they've fallen on harder times. Okay. So are we thinking like uh, in our real world terms, those like CMC uh, like office plexes? <laughs> uh, I like that. Where I like that. They've, have probably you know 10 or so employees in their office and then everybody else is remote yeah uh that that's cool so it's like a concrete slab of a parking lot where the the main like the taller like crunched together cities just end mm-hmm. uh so you've got a, a parking lot of about 50 yards before you've got this it's like three three terraced buildings all crunched together And you see these different awnings that serve as entry points to the various uh, companies that use this facility. And you see one of the awnings, uh, Excalibur Device Security. But at at this hour, the light is off. The Bolt Strike is going to keep to the shadows and check the directory for which office number uh, would apply to the uh, Excalibur Device Security's location. And he's going to go... I'm guessing the place is probably locked, so he's going to try and go to that window. Okay. You uh, Are you flying or, or walking up? Flying. Flying, okay. You fly up to the window and uh, peer inside, as it were, into the dark offices beyond. Make a perception check. 14. 14. You can see dark cubicle spaces. It seems to be an open office layout. The eyes are going to flash and uh, inside of his hood, it's going to light up as I cast Detect Magic. Okay. Is that, what's the range on that? 30 feet. (laughs) Yeah, it's 30 feet. It's blocked by a foot of stone, an inch of common metal, and a thin sheet of lead or three feet of wood and dirt. Okay. Uh, In the range of where you are, pressed against the window, no magic detected. All right, I'm going to jimmy the lock on the window. You you jimmy that lock. Okay. This is this is something you, know, you just do at this point, Bull Trike. You are uh, you you like blink, and the next thing you know, you're you're inside the building. <laughs> you don't want to make me roll when my passive lock picking is a twenty-eight. I don't think you need to roll. <laughs> okay. Okay. Appreciate. And, I mean, it. you can if you want to. If you want no, to feel. Okay. You know what? It's. It's the holidays. Why don't you take that rule? Well, it's yeah. okay. I don't need to. Why don't you to? take... No, I, I, I want you to. It. I want you to. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Gloves of thievery. It's going to be a plus five to my sleight of hands. Oh, that's actually going to make it a plus 13. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be a 28. Wow. You called it. That's a cold shot. Merry Christmas. Happy cold shot for Christmas. Happy parasolstice. I can pop in your windows just like Santa can. <laughs> the bolt strike. This I'm saying this is oh right, as the right, bolt right. strike. The voice mod was on that, right? Of course, uh, yeah. Oh, it will be. Um, you use your your multi tool to to jimmy the lock on this window, and it slides open, and you carefully step inside. You are now inside the headquarters of Excalibur Device Security. All right. Does this look like a person's office or a lobby? This is this is that open uh, 
office layout with the cubicles. You can see glowing red exit signs uh, spaced throughout the room. I'm going to try and stealthily make my way through the cube farm uh, to whatever looks to be the largest, most important desk. Okay. Roll for investigation or perception as you tiptoe your way through the dark office. That's a 23 on investigation. A 23. You see, it's it's crazy. All these desks have a glass of milk and cookies set out for you. <laughs> it, it, it actually says for, for Boltrike on them, like on little cards. Yeah. If that was actually the case, that'd be so horrifying. That'd be such a power move. Amazing. Amazing. Now I'm afraid he's actually going to say that is the case, and I'm getting a little nervous. I'm getting close. I'm getting real close. I didn't know you would do this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't man. know you would come here, so anything's fair game. Who knows what will happen? Oh, no. Um, you see um, an office. It, it, it says CEO on the front. There's a placard. Yeah, I'm going in. Do you want to roll to unlock the door? or Do you want me to? Kind of now. Okay. Hold on. This actually takes me a second to figure out. I know. Logistic regressions are so. <laughs> no, it's, thir- it's a 34. It's a 34. Oh so, yeah, right. So, okay. So, I rolled a 16 on the dice, mm-hmm. yes. right? I have a five proficiency and expertise with everything I'm proficient with, which means I have plus 10. And I have th- plus three to my dexterity. Plus five from my gloves of thievery. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. So it's plus 18. Yeah. That's 34. Insane. Goodness. With a 34 bull strike, <laughs> you, you are now standing in the CEO's office and you look around. It's got like old movie posters on the wall, let's say. Sure. And there are, there's a, a desk and it's got a, um, you see it's got papers and not papers, books, and there's a there's a computer, and you see tucked in one corner a wrapped present, and it says, do not open until parasolstice. <laughs> I open it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a monster. <laughs> um yeah, I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go open up that computer. Okay. Uh and- make a hacking kit as it uh as you move the mouse it lights up you see just a, a basic blue you know welcome to excalibur device security it's got all you know font that's 10 years out of date it's like windows xp you know it's a uh, 27 27 yep uh how do you hack into this computer uh the shrike is going to reach his hands out over the keyboard and place them as if you were getting ready to type but hovering just like a millimeter or so off of the the keys and you'll just see the uh, predatory eyes almost dilate a little bit down and then just a little bit of electricity just sparks out of his fingertips and channels into the keyboard and it inputs the password it does the nice microsoft xp windows xp entry chime i just heard it and you you're in yeah, I'm going to comb the files and try and find anything about Glade, RubyCore, Bioarchanics, customers, etc. And whatever I can pull and compile onto an external drive 
uh, is what I will take. If I can honestly just rip the entire hard drive and copy it, I'll do that. Okay. You do that. Uh, including uh, like network keys. So that way I can get back mm. into their network whenever I want. For that, I'll need you to make a another hacking check. Okay. I'm going to hit myself with guidance while I do okay. that. Okay. Glad I did. That was a lower roll. Plus four is over. Plus 15. That's 26. I'm going to go ahead and know that this is potentially a god that deals with device security. So I will mm -hmm. flash of genius to take it over 30. Mm -hmm. with, uh, with over 30, which is ridiculous, you you are able to gut their system. You copy all the files that they have on this network. Uh, into into your armor, do you have like a, a separate like holding device for data? How does that work? I'd have like a, a hard drive in my, my tool belt Got that it. I would bring with me. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, as you go, you know, you have some time as it downloads. What are you, what are you looking for in the data or around the office? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to just uh, poke around, see if there's anything uh, suspicious in drawers or anything like that. I would imagine, though, that most everything would be in the computer itself, but I would like to check and see if there is a separate uh, hidden drive, like a hidden drive or a, a security key or something that is kept in a separate compartment, and that's quite possible that this entire thing I'm doing is actually on a dummy sure sure so you're, so you're looking for that within the computer no i'm looking for it uh within the physical location within of the physical office okay. CEO okay space um you open up the desk and more milk and cookies it's oh my god like, it's everywhere like it's like a personal refrigerator in there and the like the whole chips ahoy wrapper it's not even been opened they're all marked to see that the levels in the milk are the same like, mm -hmm. man, stressful. That's that's exactly right. Um, you you find in another one um, a, a a loving letter from uh, a, a Nicholas to the CEO of this company that says, you know, will will you be home for for Parasolstice? And it's it's very typed and it's it's like saved and like taped to the inside of the desk. Um, so, you know, let's see how that plays out for them. Because <laughs> it's the middle of the summer here. <laughs> uh, as you are as you are rifling around strike with your with your passive perception, you catch a, a glimpse of movement out the window. I'm going to collapse down into a corner. Okay. You you drop next to the milk and cookies. It kind of jangles. It's a. It's one of those glass jars. It's, you know, you got that nostalgia sort of glass jar. I know it's more popular in some places, but here you shake your head. Nope, nope. Someone's outside. <laughs> so there's definitely a person out there. Yep, you caught a, a glimpse of someone standing on the far end of the parking lot by the street and the buildings beyond. Okay. They weren't walking. They were just standing there, and from the glimpse you saw, they were watching this building. Well, I hate that a lot. Okay, 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 okay. So, guys, I may have gotten myself into a situation. <laughs> Faye's going to beat your ass. Faye finds out. Okay, I'm going to 
stay tucked down and I'm going to peek up and see how much time I have left on my download. You are at 81, 82, 83%. Okay. I will hold tight for now then. Okay. Until that download's complete. Okay. Bulltrike, you crouch down, tucked in the corner until the download is finished. And when you step up to remove the hard drive, you look out the window again. Stealthily, I'm going to peek. Stealthily. They're gone. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is there a window in this office? You were just, you're crouched down beneath Sorry. it. You're just yeah. looking at yeah. it. I was, I was, yeah. There's actually seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> seven. Seven. It's, office it's a Paris solstice miracle. <laughs> okay. Let me do a brief check on my action economy here. There's also an elf on the shelf on every desk and they're all looking at you. I'm, I'm <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm so fucked. You keep Bolshevik. You keep shaking your head, like no, no. What have I done? Okay, all right. I know what I'm going to do here. All right, I'm going to take a breath as I duck back down below the window and behind the desk, and I'm going to mentally retrace my steps back out of the office through the window that I came in from originally. Okay, and then. The Shrike is going to count in his head three, two, one, and then cast greater invisibility. And then I'm going to stand up, pull out the hard drive, pop it into my tool belt, and then cast Expeditious Retreat on myself. Neither of these are concentration. Okay. And I will double my speed, triple my speed, and uh, but then have it by doing it stealthily, right? So I'll like move three times as fast, but cut it down to stealth mode. And then I'm going to dart back through the office and go out the window that I came in from. Okay. You dart across the empty office, jump out the window, spin in the air as your boots come alive. And I'm going to take off into the night. But over while that invisibility is still running, I'm going to try and pass over where I saw that figure. Make a perception check. You are you are flying so fast away from this building, and it is dark out. There are you know the shadows by the streets and the alleys across this parking lot. Parked cars, small bushes, mailboxes. Sixteen plus one. That's a seventeen. F- but I'm going to use my last flash of genius and I'm going to pop that to a 22. 22. It's decibel. Stop it. With a 22, as you fly out away from the building over the parking lot, you see beneath you what appears to be an, an older woman walking her dog. A uh, small little bichon frise. Catch a flash of white. You see the the woman's long white hair. She does not roll high enough to notice you. She just stands there watching her dog as you fly past. Okay. And I will return to Beacon Tech Repair where I will re-up the Sanctum casting and I will set the video to... Uh, attempt to 
uh, run through some sort of like AI uh, sort of D noise uh, program. And then on my most secure system, I will set the device, I will set the Excalibur device securities hard drive. Um, and I'll put in a bunch of like keywords that I want pulled out Ruby core, static, milk, cookies, milk, cookies <laughs> glade, bioarchanics, etc. Um, and I imagine that'll take longer. So I'll set that on like my most powerful secure thing. Uh, my goal is to prioritize getting the static image decompiled by morning and the other thing can run throughout the day. Okay. And then I will rest. Thanks for letting me do that, guys. Sorry to take time. No, of course. Just so just so you all know, just so the bull strike knows, that woman, Mrs. Claus. I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! It's the white hair that should have given it away. She's trying to chase me down. On the hunt? The old ball that's the, that's the That's the, the parallel. I mean, Morris has set himself up. He could do what Santa does if he wanted to. <laughs> I mean, out of the group, who would be the best toy maker? And sneak into places, uh, unlawful entry, and yeah. overall a sense of good, although the execution can be <laughs> problematic. Moped is basically the same as Rudolph. It has basically. a little red headlight on the front. Basically. Basically. Well, I'm glad we did that, Voltshrike. Thank, thank you for the opportunity. You now have some, some data to chew on. Thank you. Of course. I appreciate the indulgence. As Morris lays down his analyses running, visions of sugar plums <laughs> dancing in his head, you are all asleep. And so I can say, the end of day two. Four <laughs> days remain. <laughs> Uh, how do you all want to wake up and do your morning? Where do you where do you meet? Let's let's speed this up a little bit. You know, we we love those slice of lives, but now you're now you're <laughs> at work. Now work is happening. Faye, Kane, what do you what do you do in the morning when you're up? So before I went to bed, I would have tried to suss out if Katie was back home or not, and she hadn't been. She hadn't been home in a few days. And I you, just well, kept... you 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 suss out. She's been stopping by. Your mama's seen her. Just you... not at night. No, she has not been spending nights in the glade. And I have a drafted message that I kind of write and delete and write and delete until I just put my phone aside and go to bed. So the first thing in the morning is I'll check to see if she's back. She is not. And. Mother probably mumbles something at me, and I throw some currency her way for whatever she's saying that she needs now, and head out to the atrium to wait for everyone else. Okay. You head out to the lobby, sitting on one of those low benches. Uh, Based on the time that Kane gets there, he might get there before Kyle does. So you see Kyle on a spiffy green uniform this little halfling guy who's been running the uh running the front desk for the last few months he walks in from the garage gives you a wave sup kane kyle sup kane uh it's too early for chit-chatting man what what's up oh nothing man why 
Oh, you hear the you hear the latest Rogan episode? You hear dude? the you hear the latest? I, oh, dude! So I've been following this uh this new podcast, man, and it talks about all these like cool supplements. And I was just thinking, you probably know a lot about those. So I was wondering if you had any reps, any recs for reps, <laughs> any any recs any, of rips for reps? Any yeah, cause uh yeah, hundred push ups, like hundred crunches. And 10 oh. kilometers a day. Every day. Well, how will I know when to stop? <laughs> you don't. You don't. <laughs> don't be what alarmed happen to, to me if I do it? Out. You will become the strongest being in all the universe. <laughs> oh, my God. Rule for persuasion, Kane, or intimidation. Please, intimidation. Yeah, please. 25. Shit, really? Holy God. Well, I mean, Morris was just knocking those out of the park last night in Christmas Town. So, <laughs> sure, um, you see, like, conversion in his eyes. <laughs> All right, okay, I guess I'll, I guess I'll get started. And he goes behind the front desk of the Glade, and he doesn't even turn on his computer. He just starts doing push-ups. Kyle's gonna be the next hunter. Gonna be next. Faye, this is what you see. This Faye, this is what you see. Oh, when I walk up, okay. Arrive in the morning. Um, I have a little drink carrier with coffees for everyone, and I put one on Decibel's desk that has a sticky note on it that says "Sorry" with a little frown. Oh, and. I walk up. Kyle, what are you doing? I'm gonna be the best like no one has ever been. Uh. What number is that, Kane? If you lose track, you start over. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Faye's gonna hand Kane a coffee. What's with the Kyle situation? It's just an easier way to get him to stop talking, quite honestly. Mm. As long as it works. I have no complaints. Here's your coffee. I made it how you like it. No cream, no sugar. Perfect. It's got a fuck ton of sugar in it. Well, (laughs) it'll wake me up, I guess. Thanks. I can't let a friend of mine drink coffee like that. Three, four. (sighs) Kyle, it only works if you count in your head. It's a mental strength thing. Uh, I imagine around this time, the uh, moped would have pulled up into the garage and Morris beep, would have, <laughs> Morris would have uh, come inside looking. He's got his backpack on, um, looking just like a little tired. It's got just like, got like, you know, a little, little bit of like the darkness under his eyes. The, the purple under his eyes is a little purpler than usual. He's got like purple skin, so like, like purple gray. Uh, Kyle, silence is a virtue for these things, okay? Oh, man. Is Kyle working out? Allegedly. He's inspired by my riling words. Yeah, more like terrified. Here, got you coffee. Oh, you look like you could uh, use some. You okay? What's that supposed to mean? I personally think you look beautiful. Thank you very much. You look tired, man. Appreciate it. I mean... Long day yesterday, so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, I uh, kind of giving a a knowing look, some vigilante stuff, huh? 
Morris, were you doing vigilante shit? No. Vigilante got a lanty. I was doing no vigilante shit. No more solo missions. No more. You promised me last time. Did I? No, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's so sweet. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't think I would have agreed to that. You at least have to so phone a there friend. There was before. a solo mission. Yeah, you mm. you at least have to tell us if you're going to go off on your own, okay? What if you went missing? What if we couldn't find you? What if I didn't want to be found? You won't want to be once I find you. Uh Um Okay. It's fine. Just come take here. the coffee. No, no, no. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Lean in. Lean in. Okay. I'm leaning in. I'm going to save it for the car now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, good call. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's wait for Val, and off we go to, you know, do our job. Yeah, we're really good at that. You wait for Val. Five minutes pass. Ten minutes pass. Kane, you get a text. It's two question marks and a like moon emoji, and then a sun emoji. And a coffee emoji and a question mark. Moonshine coffee question mark. She's tired. Is it from Val? She's tired. It's early. She needs coffee. Oh. She was up late. Faye texts back 500 coffee emojis. You get just the smiley face emoji. And then, and then you get a, a, like a cartoon two. No, six. Sixth floor. She's, she's working. She's downstairs. Oh, <laughs> you didn't you didn't agree to meet in the lobby is what I'm saying here. Got it. You all give me looks like, where is she? Like, come on. <laughs> Why would she meet you all in the lobby? She's got work to do. That's true. Did you take her from us, Victor? No. Yeah, I thought she was going to be kidnapped. OK. Oh, now we're going to go down there and she won't be there. It'll be somebody else holding her phone. It'll be decibel oh. holding her phone. Oh. <laughs> I love that we committed to the decibel. Stop. He's no, what's now. what's even better is that Victor's gonna have Decibel like heroically sacrifice himself at some point, so we feel mm. really terrible yeah. about it. Except for me, because yeah. I know he's good. Or I'm just waiting for Hunt Seven to reveal Decibel's true evil nature. Stop. Man. He was running around like a sussy baka, one of the <laughs> hunts. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess let's what go. Is, what is this energy? We're we're very erratic and chaotic today. We we're all over the it's place. I love it. Yeah. It's true. It is parasolstice. You know, I think this parasolstice, we need to be kind to ourselves and to each others and to all the people in our lives. That's my parasolstice promise. I like it. Thank you. I will not my be making <laughs> My parasolstice promise is solo missions sometimes. Solo mission sometimes. Sometimes. Let's head out to see Val. <laughs> okay. Kane's not going to make a parasol. Yeah, well, let's, let's get Val and get her in the van and head for downtown. You're Kyle's desperate grunts as you all leave <laughs> for the elevators. That's it. Break time. Go. <laughs> Hello there, everyone. It's Victor here. 
this time with the special guest from the Gainesville studio. And Eric coming at you from Gainesville, Florida. We're sitting right next to... Yes, we're both in Gainesville, yes. We're sitting right next to each other in my little desk here. And we got plenty of stories to share with you. Plenty of stories. It's been a really great time with Eric here visiting Florida. Um, how many gators would you say we've seen? Zero. They were all in hibernation. <laughs> I was kind of excited to fear for my life just to feel something. But uh-huh. unfortunately, uh, we did see a bird showing off its wingspan for about 10 minutes. And that's about it. Yes, we saw a bird with wings. It's quite a treat for Eric here. No, there, there have been a few things that we've done. Mostly going out to the bars, looking around campus. Any specific stories that you would like to share, Eric? I'll let you go first. I didn't really have any planned, Derek. It's I've just been working and getting ready for the holidays. All right. Well, let's do a TMI, TMI, PG-13 edition. Oh, dear. So, I thought I'd enjoy my time down in Florida as a recently single individual and not really expecting much to happen. We're just going from bar to bar and... This wonderful lady walks up to me and makes it very apparent the intentions that she has. We were all at a pool bar and she wanted to come over and and play pool with Eric specifically, but she was there with someone else. Right. So I did the responsible thing and tried to hype up the other guy, which I think only made her more insistent. She could tell you were a good person who was encouraging her to stick with her original date. Even though it seemed like you would have loved to play pool. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> it's a mephemism today. That's kind of where the story ends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, missed connections because mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. morality, I guess. I thought I was ready for that life, but I think I still have a little bit more, uh, more bitterness at salaries at Palomino's in downtown Gainesville. We'll go with that. Sounds good. Uh, We'll also go with uh, a nice little holiday welcome and thank you to everyone. It's been another great year doing this podcast, and uh, I I hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Um, We got more for you, but first, we just want to say once again, we have the Fireside Chat coming up. We'll be releasing uh, a nice little talk with all of us here at Trimeta Inc., out of character, out of story, just uh, hanging out around a crackling fire. That'll be released on New Year's Day. And if you have questions that you would like us to answer during this little annual review, feel free to send them our way. You can find us on social media at TrueMeta Inc. That's Inc. with the C. Uh, anything else, Eric, for this break? Vigilante's gonna lante. Vigilante's gonna. Have we said that yet? I know it's the title. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, well, then, everybody, happy holidays. Merry Parasolstice. Enjoy. After meeting with Valerie, what do the group of you want to do? Well, we're going to that beam of light, right? It's the only thing that makes sense. Are we taking our equipment? Yes, though. We'll probably not be able to just do it downtown. We're going to have to be subtle about it somehow. Maybe we can find some sort of maintenance shed or some sort of corner of a parking garage or something. Yeah, I can get decibel on that. He should be able to 
identify a secure building. Which does, does did Decibel finish the analysis yet on Humakehi? Yeah, I need to catch. I need to check in on that too. Well, I guess we can do that while we're on the road. Yeah. Um, all right, you guys ready to do this thing? Ready. This might be a good time to cash in on the devil's trade with Councilwoman Stone as well. Yeah, especially if we need to get into the building itself. She might know a empty space or an area that might be more conducive to us doing our studies. I guess it's whether we want to call in a favor for permission or forgiveness. Hmm. I tend to be a fan of forgiveness, but let's see what Decibel can dig up first. And okay. uh, once we're out of the glade and are heading down the road, uh, Morris will lean forward. Okay. So don't be mad. I'll, I'll do that little preface, I guess. Um, what's done is done. I'm fine. You're lucky I'm driving. Everything's fine. I did wait until we were in the car for multiple reasons. Um, Face slams on the brakes. Ow! Ow! Man, you keep doing that. Ow! You keep falling for it. You hear oh, horns behind you. You're in the middle of the street. Yeah, yeah. And Morris leans in. So last night... Uh, after everyone was tucked safely and snugly in their beds, um, I went on a fact-finding excursion to Excalibur Device Securities. Oh, hell yeah. You found their main base? I found their, uh, their listed office location, um, and, uh, I... In the act of finding these facts, mm-hmm. I have acquired uh, a one-to-one copy of the computer inside the CEO's office, and I am currently decompiling it uh, back at my shop. What kind of security did you have to deal with? Well, a Jimmy to window, and... I had to break into his computer, bypass all of those security systems, etc. I don't know. Um, so, Victor, as an aside, yeah, did it seem hard to get into the computer, or was Morris <laughs> like did it seem, very well? Right? Did, would it have I been see. hard for somebody else to get into that? Computer? It would have been difficult for somebody else. Like this, this was a a business that did run security, but not supernatural and not militant. Okay. Just sort of mundane codes and firewalls and stuff, right? Okay. Um, I mean, I, I had to break through, you know, various tiers of device security, et cetera. But, you know, now that I'm saying it, 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 it doesn't seem quite as secure as maybe as it should have. Uh, but then there was somebody like watching me from the street or they were trying to. You were seen? No, they were just looking at the building. Okay. And I snuck out, flew overhead, got the device decompiling. I got network keys, et cetera. So I should be able to access whatever they can access now. Mm. Um, there, it was just an old lady with a Bichon Frise. You know, they basically had the same hair, actually, which is kind of <laughs> funny. Um, you know, those pictures of people that like look like their pets and pets look like their people. It was kind of like one of those. Um, sorry, I'm getting off topic. But, uh, I don't know. It's 
some lady just walking her dog and, you know, standing there looking at whatever was nearby while the dog was doing its business or another one of those random people on the street that just keeps staring at us. But long story short, I got in, I got out, I got the bag. Well, hey, uh, isn't your suit like always recording? I mean, somewhat. I'm just saying we could run facial recognition on her if you want. I did duck down really fast, so that way I didn't get seen. But as I flew overhead, I didn't see I took a picture. I I didn't snap a pic, if I'm being completely honest. Well, describe her to Kane. He can do a police sketch. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. right. Kane, you mind uh, doing a police sketch for me? I didn't know you could do that. Val leans up suddenly very interested. Um... I mean, first of all, there's no guarantee that the person watching the building and the person walking the dog were the same ones, but... That's fair. I can try my hand at it. I mean, just in ever case. since practicing guitar, I feel like, you know, my uh, fine motor control has gotten a lot better. I've uh, I've been able to, you know, be more precise, so I, I think, yeah, I, I, think I, I think I could do it. Yeah, I mean... Painting and Wonderwall are basically the same from what I've heard. It's all art. It's all art. <laughs> bzz, bzz, bzz. Buzz says from inside his glass orb. <laughs> and Morris will do his best to describe the woman. Um, she had white hair, uh, like little, little past shoulder length. As they're uh, going, Faye, you receive <laughs> a, a text from Decibel. Okay. It says, update ready. All right. I will give him a call. Hi, Faye. Hey, good, David. Uh, good morning. Good Good morning. Did you enjoy your coffee? I did. I am currently enjoying it. Um, thank you for thinking of me. Yeah. Uh, um, glad you're enjoying that. Uh, you have an update? Yes, on uh, Officer Hugh McKahey of the Summit City Police. Um, and I'll, I'll start by saying I, d- I wasn't able to get a full picture. Um, it, it would be easier if personhood analysis was still working, but uh, I've, I've scrambled up what I can for you. So on the night that Winslow disappeared, mm-hmm. we know that Officer Hugh McKahey was among the police stationed in the wrong side. During the fight, he was struck by a creature that had come from the static, one of those big blocky lizard things. Um, Creatures were killed. Uh, Mr. McKay, he was treated and returned to service. And the the next thing I can find, he was heading to work that morning when the subway train got attacked. Okay. Hmm. Definitely sounds like... What happened to Gav? Maybe. Exactly. They're growing these gem lizards inside of them when they get hurt. Yeah, and this guy just happened to get eaten before it exploded out of his chest, maybe. Um, okay, and then, hey, do you mind? We're headed toward uh, downtown. We want to get pretty close to the Summit City Trust for some experiments, but I was hoping you might have an idea of somewhere we could do that undisturbed and also not out in the open and not out in the open like underground somewhere what are you trying to see um there's something unusual in the static 
in that location. I don't think we want to be underground necessarily. Just if there's any abandoned office buildings or places that might be inconspicuous for us to conduct our experiments. In one of the upper floors, I'll uh, I'll take a look for you. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye. Just hangs up. It's downtown, so I'm not too hopeful that there's any real estate we could take advantage of. Yeah. Faye's blinking a lot. You okay there, Faye? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, allergies. <laughs> you know, summer. Yeah. This is why I don't go outside. <laughs> Isn't it usually like spring or fall that people's allergies act up? No, it's summer. I'm pretty sure that's not the case. You, you ever heard of ragweed? Val, Val leans in. Faye, what, what happened with Decibel? Faye is silent. Um, <laughs> just, you know, a little, a little best friend rough patch. That's all. Okay. I stood him up and, uh, yeah. You stood him, you stood him up? Yeah, we were supposed to go to this trivia thing and he brought this guy he's been hanging out with and I was supposed to meet him and it's this whole thing and, uh, the sorry coffee did not, you know, do as much damage control as I had hoped, but oh. uh, we're busy. We're you know it's a hunt. We'll be fine. Of course, it's and, fine. And he'll un- he'll understand. He does a lot of understanding. I think this might have been one time too many. Okay. Well, if there's anything I or any of us, she looks around the van, can do to help, let us know. Yes, these pillars of emotional intelligence here. <laughs> I was talking about myself and Buzz. I figured. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Like, if you're hurt, just stop being hurt. That's It's as simple as that, right? Morris is fully responding with, like, Mike Wazowski, Sully face right now. Just like, what? Never Not change, me? boys. Never change. And <laughs> Faye kind of laughs a little bit and continues driving. Faye, as you continue driving, I want that performance check from Kane to see how well his sketch turned out. Oh my gosh. Actually got a 15 on it. A 15, okay. Yay. It's it's a person, it's a face, right? <laughs> I mean, that it's, looks it, it looks a, good, maybe not necessarily the person you were describing, but I also did get a great look at him. So, uh, hey. That's not bad. You think this is a good lead? Did I do good? Dude, I was kind of trying to be a dick, but that turned out really good. I'm telling you, I have other hobbies outside of killing monsters. I didn't know you drew people. You did good, Kane. Thanks, Val. (laughs) Thanks, Buzz. Hey, and personhood should be fairly easy to run because we can cross-reference people that look kind of like this with the Bichon Frise owners. Mm -hmm. Because, I'll tell you what. It was a well-groomed dog. Yeah. It's going to have a pedigree. You better describe the dog, too. <laughs> can, can you draw her but a dog? It was that thing where, like, the owner and the pet. You, you mentioned that already. You, yeah, draw we got you. <laughs> we watch as the van continues its drive down the avenues of Summit City towards downtown. Uh, as you arrive, Faye, you receive a set of coordinates and an apartment number and a key code 
from Decibel. Way to go, Decibel. I text back that little emoji that has like the little teary eyes and a heart. And that's it. All right, guys. Guys, David came through on somewhere to research. So abandoned apartment complex, I guess. Dang. He's getting good. Yeah. Kane is, of course, using his phone camera uh, throughout this drive as we're approaching downtown for sure. Okay. Uh, Kane, as you've got the the phone map of the static pulled up, you're again seeing these sort of static blurs that get the little symbols over top describing bats and uh, strange creatures hanging from the street lamps and masses of tentacles and you see these humanoid shapes as you pass. More of them now lining the streets, filling the road as you drive. And as you pass again by the plaza outside the Summit City Trust, you see the large static blur the size of a skyscraper that condenses to the shape of a question mark as you pass over it. And you approach the apartment that Decibel has reserved for you. Uh, He follows up with the link for Summit City... B and B and Summit City Suites. I like that, but it's like their Airbnb. He just rented a an apartment downtown. Oh, nice with the view of the trust. So I will let you all describe what this apartment looks like and where its view is in position to the plaza. I would say it's right across the street. I mean, windows looking at the skyscraper. The inside mm-hmm. of it looks kind of like an IKEA copy and paste of yeah. just. Nice furniture that's like boringly good, but everything looks comfortable and looks well maintained. Boring with an umlaut. <laughs> yes. Boring. Yeah, all the furniture looks, you know, like it came from the same open concept furniture mm-hmm. store, let's Very say. Modular. Yeah. Uh, as you bring your equipment into the lobby, wheeling it past, the uh, security guard gives you a. An odd look and raises an eyebrow. He's a an elven man uh, with his uh, hair pulled back. Before they walk in, Morris will turn the all-purpose tool into a clipboard. Oh. And we'll wow. just walk alongside the, uh, uh, the, the, the equipment that we're wheeling in, just like taking some notes, looking like he's taking notes, looking over at the clipboard and walking in, just gives a nod to the security guard and keeps walking. Valerie has uh, tucked the orb with Buzz in it, like underneath her shirt, and she's like cradling it like she's pregnant. <laughs> nice. Incredible. Why don't we make a group deception check? Kane, did you want to add something? Kane will just look at the security guard and say, don't ask questions you don't want answers to and wink. <laughs> um, let's make a group deception check. Okay. Faye's going to loudly say, now this is the third time this week we've had an issue with one of these units, okay? I want this inspection to be very thorough. And let's make a group deception check. Okay. 23. I'm going to guidance myself. 15. Nine. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Val got an unnatural 20. Where do you go, Val? Uh, And so together, uh, the security guard... I mean, he, he kind of watches you pass, and you hear a mutter under his breath as you reach the elevators. I am not paid enough to ask. 
And He's you take the elevators up. <laughs> what floor is this? How high are you off the ground? I was thinking 14? pretty high, right? Okay. 14, 14. Yeah. That works. You'll make it to the 14th floor. You step into this boringly well-furnished apartment. It's got a... Uh, you step into the, the little entryway, and then you've got the, a bedroom to the right, and then you've got the little kitchenette to the left, and you've got an open living area. How many hanging lights are here? Seven. Seven. How, are, how many different styles of hanging lights are there? Seven. Yeah. Yeah. There are yep. seven. Oh, no. Uh, all right. Let's uh, make some space in here. Uh, Kane, you want to give me a hand? Let's move, uh, let's move this furniture out of the middle of the room and get it close to the walls. We need some space to work. Yeah. Uh, just tell me where to put things, and I genuinely cannot help with the rest. So, hey, Make sure there's plenty of room for this thing to swing its sword and for you to swing yours. That's what matters. I look around. All right, let me move a few chairs and tables around. And there's a lot of rugs here. Um, I'll just move those out of the way to be safe as well. Yeah, good call. You know how many rugs there are? Seven. Seven. <laughs> you move the furniture out of the way and set up this device in the center of the room. Uh, looking out over the, you can see down below the, the plaza and the avenues. And just across... The Summit City Trust. Well, Val, do you have the new probe made? She says, yep. And she opens a box that was tucked in with the rest of the things you had brought. Perfect. Pulls out a bright, shiny new probe. All right. Ooh, nice craftsmanship. That's a good weld. Thank you. I uh, worked on it way too late. You can see I've tried a few different metals here to see how they react to the static energies. I think your Faraday cage idea... Morris and Faye with the armor. I think that mm -hmm. was uh, that's promising. So we'll we'll toss it in there, see how it goes. Yeah, I think it should do great. I mean, yeah, Faye really landed on it with the with the armor. So I think you know if we can keep using methods and building upon those, we're gonna be good to go. That's science. Did we get any clarification about the oxygen levels? Let's see. Uh, that's a five. She was not able to provide an update. She says, I was not able to provide an update. So, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to kind of have to figure that one out. Yeah. Is, is there anything that came of the, uh, video processing that I ran overnight? Video processing. What specifically were you trying to get from that? Just to clarify the images in it to add some distinction to the shapes and because everything is static to hopefully denoise just a little bit so that way there's some definition between objects so we could kind of see more the creatures we're looking at the spaces we're looking at etc interesting uh roll for roll for for hacking or engineering probably hacking because it's software okay 32 that is not going to be enough with your level of experience with the static. Whoa. Not for one night. Wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Intriguing. Morris was actually frustrated that he couldn't figure it out right away and then got a little excited that he didn't figure it out right away. So he'll be 
tweaking that later. Sure. All right. Are we doing the same method this time? Where should our remote placement be if we don't want to be too close to this when it happens? Uh, you guys should probably go in the bedroom and I'll wait in here. Why do any of us need to wait in here? Can't you? Oh, I... someone has to grab it. Yep. Can you? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's do this thing. Uh, if anybody wants to juice me up at all for the second round, I will not complain. And the Shrike will extend out and over Morris and the helmet will close. Please get behind the wall. I will touch the armor and cast guidance. Perfect. I will bless all of us. Val will step up and put a hand on your shoulder, say, you've got this. Thumbs up. And she'll <laughs> turn and join the others behind the wall. Cool. Nice. And I will hit myself with dimensional shackles on my ankles again. Mm-hmm. Click, click. And I'll press the button. As you stand there in this apartment, Bullshrike, you watch as this robotic arm swings around once again, static rippling behind this makeshift sword you've made. As you feel the air pressure in the room shift and once again cut into the static. I'll have you make a dexterity saving throw. All right. So luckily, so I rolled a two. Oh my God. Those two D4s both came up fours for me, which pulls it to a 10 with a four to my dexterity is a 14 and I will flash of genius for a 19. <sighs> okay. You're no fun, are you? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm terrified is what I am. Folks behind the wall, you hear that ripping sound and then the spray of static. And you, you feel the air pressure in these rooms shift, and you, you feel the walls shatter. Bullshrike, where you're standing, that first gust of energy almost throws you off your feet. But you quickly snap your eyes alight and use your shoes, your, your propulsion in your shoes, to, to orient yourself and land on the ground once again as you watch this tear open up. And you can see through the static, it is brilliantly bright blindingly bright if you were not inside your armor right now you would be blinded whoa you just hear ah ah so hold on and i'm gonna try and get the probe in okay you you toss the probe forward all right and then i'll wait for the tear to close with a snap and a crunch the tear closes and the brightness in your visor fades. And blinking, Bultrike, you see that the probe is gone, the tear is closed, but the windows of the room are cracked, splintered. Is the furniture still there? <laughs> it was pushed up against the wall. Okay, do you guys see that flash of light? No, not from over here. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so incredibly bright in there. Right static? That's usually like a, a grayish black. That's strange. It's almost blinding. Something extremely powerful is here. Something is... Something's going on. All right. Okay. Deep breaths. 
deep breaths. I'm going to shake it out a little bit. Okay. And I'll wait until I can feel like the effects of bless reaching their end. So that minute, and then I'll hit myself with guidance and press the button again to reach okay. in and grab the thing. I'll give you another guidance. That's just a cantrip, right? Yeah, that's true. Yep. Okay. Faye, you step back out, touch him on the shoulder. Val ducks her head around the, the door and gives a thumbs up. And you see Buzz and little container in her arm given, like an enlarged hand thumbs up as she ducks back around to safety. As Boltrike, you trigger it once again. The sword flies, flash of static, rip in the air of reality, the ends flapping like fabric as you see into the static once again, this brilliant, brilliant light and feel the energy pulling on you. Make another dexterity saving throw. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. You are able to hold your bearing, Shrike, as you stand there, feeling the energies coursing past you, seeing the, the glass of the windows in the material world around you shatter even further. Where's the probe? You look forward into the light, and it is so incredibly bright. I'll need you to make a constitution check. Uh, flat con or saving throw? This would just be a flat con. Okay. Or, or perception, whichever would be higher. You're trying to see through this light. It's only a nine, so I have a flash of genius. Oh, sorry. I have bless. 11 plus 2. That's 13. Flash of genius. 18. 18. You look through the light and you can see the probe. In your moment of reorienting yourself as you toss the probe, it is out of arm's reach. Ten feet from the portal, further towards the windows. You hear two clicks as the dimensional shackles come undone. Click, click. And the remote scatters backwards towards the door opening. And you just hear a voice, 20 seconds, and the Shrek jumps in. The portal snaps closed. 20, 19, 18, I'm gonna fucking kill him. 15, 14, and Faye counts down and then... That's one round. Bulltrek, inside the static. The portal closes behind you and you feel this energy wash over you, a, a power and this numbing, crackling feeling shoots up and over your entire body across your armor, but your armor's made to resist this energy, isn't it? It is. Tell me about your protections. So through the uh, study of the static from the bulbs that they've got in their hands on, the readouts that Valerie has put together, that he himself has put together as he helped process her data, Morris started to get an idea of ways that he could try and push back against this energy. And so he built into the Shrike as he upgraded it. He built almost like a, a nervous system of wiring throughout this that linked up to its magical core that could send out inverse wavelengths of energy throughout the armor. So that way, as the pulses of static tried to force their way in, they were being nullified by a wavelength that was directly oppositional to their own. Yeah, your armor is vibrating like mad. You feel your teeth chattering as this energy is washing over you. But as far as you can tell, you are not being harmed. Holy 
And as you think that, you begin to start to fall through the floor. You can see the floor rising up around your ankles, and you only feel a slight pressure as you begin to sink and sink and sink. Not good, not good. And I will activate the boots to get some air. Okay. You start flying back in the opposite direction. Back in the real world. 13, 12, I don't remember. 11, 10. Uh, Those were faster. Uh, Six, I don't know. That's one round. Bolt strike. I'm going to, first things first, pick up the probe. Okay. You take a step forward and you glide over and scoop up the probe from where it is by the window. And I'm going to reach out. Well, if I fell through the floor, I could go through the wall. So I'm going to push my head out through the windows and I'm going to look up to where the light is going. It is so incredibly bright out here, Bull Trike, as you break that seal on the window and you, you push your head out. You, you feel this power coursing, swirling around you, this vibration in your armor, and it's almost too bright to look at. You do hear static coming from beyond this building where you were, but it's not omnipresent. It's localized. You hear hisses of static and gurbles and pops of static coming from the street far below, but also in the air around you. And as you try and look to squint further up at the pillar, make a perception check. Still blessed. 11. It's too bright to see. Even though completely unable to see through this brilliance, uh, the Shrike will pan his head and just snap pictures the best he can, kind of compiling almost a panorama by moving his head around and taking pictures. Okay. In the real world. Five, four, three, two, one. Faye hits the button. Behind you, Voltrike, there is a rip through the air, and you feel this sudden current pulling against you. I will just let myself drift backwards, and I'll spin and fly out through the tear. Going with the current, you follow the energy as it passes through the portal, and then Bultrake, you are hitting the ground next to Faye as the portal snaps shut. Are you okay? <laughs> are you are you okay? The Shrike will just stand up, and you can hear it vibrating, and just these little like flecks of static peeling off of the armor. It worked. It worked. And the helmet pops open, and Morix's face is just like crazed. It worked. It. Oh my gosh! I just went in and back out again. Give me the fucking probe. Uh, y- yeah. Here, Val. Hey. Take the probe. Start running stuff on it. She takes it. Are you okay? I'm mad too, Faye. It's bullshit. How come he got to go in and we didn't? Kane. You know what? I agree with you because the person I'm looking right at right now is a hypocrite. Uh, well, All of your talk about safety and science and the second you get the chance to go in there, 
you seize the opportunity like a little kid on a fucking playground. You came out laughing. You're going to come out laughing. That was the scariest 20 seconds of my life. And you're going to come out laughing. Well, I hope it was funny, Morris, and I hope it was worth it. Faye, you did say it was easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. I said that about Councilwoman Stone. I'm not feeling a lot of forgiveness right now. And I'm going to turn away and go help Val with the probe. She is standing over by the TV. She's hooking up the the probe's camera to the 60-inch. I'll elbow Morris and kind of whisper, hey, tell me about it later, all right? My passive perception hears that. (laughs) (laughs) She probably does. Morris looks down at his boots and just kind of shrugs a little. We we needed the we needed the probe though. Val hits play, and you see the probe looking up at the bull trike, and then static energy flies past him as the probe is tossed in and rolls and rolls, and stops by the window angled upward, and in this static view of the apartment, you can see just just faintly through this luminous pillar of light. Dark shadows, staticky, flying about. Faye, with your passive perception, you can make out a little more detail. They seem to have these long tendrils mm-hmm. floating behind them. And then there's another rip in the air, which you don't see. You just kind of notice the current moving past this probe. And then it closes. And then the probe is picked up. And you see the shrike and the static. And you see him move forward and stick his head out the window. And then there's a rip in the air, and the probe and the shrike are sucked backwards. Do I see any more detail in, like, the the bright light that he was trying to look at? Uh, Make a perception check as you watch the video again. Mm, Only a 15. A 15. Um, Looking more closely at those creatures, they seem seem similar to the large eel Mm -hmm. that you would know about. Yeah, that had come from... Um, the, the portal, the night Winslow vanished, um, but also more recently from your last run in, um, with the portal the night before you had seen tentacles and and an eel like shape similar to this kind of vaguely shadowy outline you can make out through the static. Uh, you guys see this? It's the same stuff from the last probe footage. Doesn't help us out too much i mean this giant beam of light is concerning but i mean we know there's creatures in the static did we learn anything else about how to survive in there could you breathe in there he could yeah yeah i could and uh the armor i made kept me completely safe that being said um i did fall through the floor and had to fly back up out of it okay so i don't know what kind of limitations that'll present for everybody else uh and i could hear creatures out and around or at least i guess they were creatures it was like hisses roars gurgles etc static like out in the streets and in the air when i stuck my head out the window um and i uh here let me try and piece these together i took a bunch of pictures also when i stuck my head out the window so let me get those compiled into like one big panorama and hopefully that'll be useful because it was too bright for me to see 
and I was kind of the worst person to take a look at it. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I just, I didn't want us to fail because we needed a win. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. I would have done the same thing. Um, I will try to be better about running some of these things by the group in the future. Um, I just did not feel like there was ample time to do so if every cut we were making was uh, making things come closer. So I'm sorry, and uh, also I get it. I'm sorry, too. For me, the biggest failure is if we lose you. We can make another probe. We can't make another you. Okay? That's why I was mad. Yeah, it's really fucking cool that your suit works in there. And yeah, you got a lot of really useful information. And as your fellow hunter, I'm very proud of you. But don't... Just don't lose sight of... You're important, too. You know? Uh, I'm still learning. And you wouldn't have been happy if Kane had done that, would you? Um... Uh, um... Or maybe you would. I don't know. Kane, I'll deal with you later. Mm, no. No, you're right. I was arrogant to think that, no offense, Kane, I'm a little faster. Uh, and I had the suit on already. So, like, getting in, getting out. Val steps forward. You already said she's right. You're you're done. Uh, can I get those pictures, though? <laughs> yeah. And I'll send them. Uh, onto my phone and to her. Thank you very much. And she swipes and brings them up on the screen and starts assembling them into the panorama. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll work on these windows and I'll go and I'll start casting mending <laughs> on the windows. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. That works. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, a few minutes later, Morris, you finish mending the windows and Val finishes assembling the panorama the whole image though is very bright it looks whitewashed she steps back hmm that beam of ominous light is rather luminous can you uh can you drop the contrast lower the black point a little bit and maybe see if we can take the overall exposure down of course she reaches behind the TV because that's where the settings are on all TVs for some reason. And she starts <laughs> tapping with the controls. And as you adjust, uh, the, the entire picture begins to fade. You can see that this, this light does seem to be coming from this enormous pillar. And you can see as it, as it reaches the top of the panorama, it continues on uh, upwards as far as the eye can see. You can make out those those faint shadows flying around the pillar. Uh, you see four of them. But the panorama down, as you follow with your eyes this pillar through the air down 14 stories to the plaza below, you see where the light seems to hit the ground, seems to spray and, and shift out in a current away from this beam. And you can kind of see where there are sort of streams of this energy running down the city streets between buildings. But there's also a dark spot at the base of the pillar. And as the contrast continues to adjust, you can see coming into view, lying at the base of the enormous pillar of light, 
a gargantuan creature, the length of a skyscraper on its side. It sprawls across the static plaza and into the avenue. A sleeping giant. This has to be whatever that figure was pointing at. It's the it's the question marks. What is that thing? Does Buzz know? Val holds Buzz up towards the screen, and Buzz looks up at it, looks at the three of you. Points at the screen. Val? I forgot that Buzz, like, you've, you've been able to understand Buzz's language. I, I think Buzz has just been cheeky today and has literally just been buzzing to mess with you. <laughs> That's fair. Um, That's fair. He's a little fey guy. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Buzz says, this is, okay, fine. Big guardian. Big guardian of what? Watches light. Big guardian watches light. What does the light do? Light kind of waves arms around. Everything. Everywhere. Kind of sounds like it's the source of the static, but why would it be here? It almost seems like the source is way up above. What is this thing? And do we need to fight what's at the bottom of it? Do we need to wake it up? Do we need to protect it? I don't... It seems like if we try to disturb this pillar, it's going to defend it against any influence. And if this thing is the source of the static, I mean, is the static all inherently bad? I don't think it's bad. I think it's going where it doesn't belong. And we need to find a way to contain it. Just because fire burns you when you touch it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just what fire is. And I wonder if static is the same. So, I look at the bolt strike. Let's make some insulating gloves. I guess, but I... What now? I mean, now we've seen this. You know, we we found a way to look in. We followed where a figure pointed us. I mean, how does this pillar of light help us find your friend? Help us answer these questions? It's just... It's just light. Do we uh, do we take it to Serpent Snake? Mm. Serpent Snake seems wholly concerned with Glade matters and security. I don't know how much help they will be. I say if we can survive in there, way better than any probe, our eyes on the ground. Buzz, is that where your friend is? Buzz nods. Winslow is in there? In the light? Buzz turns, puts a hand up against the glass ball, and looks at the pillar of light. Winslow. Wait. What? No, no, no. Winslow. Winslow. Winslow's is not in there. Winslow. Maybe it's too bright to have seen him. Maybe he's in the middle of all of it, trying to find a way to stop it. It's the only thing that makes sense. What do you mean he's... We need to go back in there. We need to go in there now.
It's all about rolling dice, baby.